Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father John Rutten. And we're broadcasting this morning from Harrisburg, South Dakota, from St. John Paul II Parish, which is Father John Rutten's parish, and it's been a great morning. If you wanted to tune in and hear about anything that we've talked about this morning, it's been a fabulous morning. You can always tune in on Real Presence Radio and check out the podcast. And just a reminder that we are doing the Mass every morning at 9 a.m., and then the finishing our um, show with a rosary. So it's been really awesome. Okay, coming up next, we've got Bob and Pamela Weaver. Good morning, Bob and Pamela. Good morning. Good morning. I'll let one of you pick, but can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, um, we're parishioners of Our Lady of the Black Hills, Piedmont, South Dakota. Uh, I'm a convert to the Catholic Church, and Pamela uh, was born into the Catholic family and led me there. Um, We've been married for 23 years. Um, We have um, uh, five living children. We have one child that died at 10 months. Um, Pamela is a homeschool mom and retired from the military. And um, our oldest homeschooler is in third year in college at School of Mines. And I'm also retired rural mail carrier and from the retired from the military also. Um, and we, we, we as a family, we listen to Real Presence Radio, and we just really, we really love our Catholic faith. And so that's just kind of a brief, brief piece of us. Well, I'm excited to have you on because I have been experiencing this myself, what we're going to talk about, and that's generosity in a time of uncertainty. I feel like, you know, we're all sitting at home and we're all trying to figure out, you know, how can we help when we're not allowed to go anywhere? How can we help when we're not, you know, able to physically get out and and be the hands and feet of Christ? But you're kind of taking generosity to a new level. So what, when our country's leaders are talking about pulling us back and keeping us at home. What are you guys trying to do? Well, um, as far as the generosity side of it, we actually heard a suggestion on Real Presence Radio with Catholic Answers, and um, it was mentioned that, you know, if if COVID-19 is not affecting you financially, um, would you consider those organizations that truly are in need, especially with um, people out of work and those people who are no longer able to give. So we've always budgeted um, our giving so that we can give of the first fruits. Um, otherwise, it is an afterthought, you know, and, and sometimes that giving, you may have good intentions, but in the end it's not a thought at all and it gets left out. So um, I think budgeting for us has been the key. Um, so, yeah, it was actually just that little snippet from Catholic Answers, that, that, that invitation that I'm like, wow, that's a great idea. So, And, and that kind of led to a conversation with Pamela and I, is that, you know, um, I was visiting with a, a friend of mine, and Pamela had heard that there was a stimulus that was coming out. And so in visiting with our grand night at Our Lady of the Black Hills, we were just t- discussing about kind of what Pamela just had mentioned, that there are some of us that have not been affected. And so... Um, we just talked about some ideas of what we could do with, with to try to encourage people, and one of them was that stimulus check that was coming out, that um, encouraging brother knights at our parish that in the event that, that they were in the same condition that we that Pamela and I found ourselves in, that we were pretty blessed that this so far is not effective financially, is to consider using that stimulus to help those organizations that that. Uh, are always helping out, whether whether we're in a time of fruitfulness or if we're in a time of barrenness. 
um, those organizations like our church and some of the other organizations out there continually minister. Um, they don't look just for times to minister when things are going well. Um, they're there all the time, and they're especially needed when times are rough, like this uh, period that we're going through now. And, you know, not just not just the generosity and giving, we should also remember, too, you know, that we can pray, pray continuously. I mean, um, you have those times, if you go to daily, had gone to daily Mass, you have that time in the morning to dedicate to prayer. Um, there's no end to what can be accomplished if we as a country um, get down on our knees during those times when we would normally gather together and come together by ourselves in our homes or with our families in prayer. That's beautiful. So I, I love the fact that you guys are doing the opposite of what everybody else is doing. In it. And um, I, how do you keep it from um, bringing fear into your life by giving it away? Instead you know, of you know. I guess um, um, God is. I think has always blessed Pamela and I. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I guess I look at it as that it's not my money. Um, everything that I have, everything that I am, is a gift from God. I exist purely because He loves me so much that He thinks about me constantly. And so, w- when I approach it from that standpoint, um, I'm actually I'm actually the beneficiary from God because He allows me to keep most of my income. So, um, by by viewing it that way, and and again, we've been blessed because both Pamela and I are of the same thought. Pamela has brought a lot of fruitfulness in our family because she's she's a very very uh, frugal frugal woman. Um, <laughs> not cheap. There's a difference between cheap yes, and frugality. Yes, there is. <laughs> um, I'm frugal she, too. <laughs> she, yes, and so so she has just brought that awareness that everything that we have, everything that we see, you know, is is a gift from God, and so that's really enabled us to to look at it in a different light and and as Pamela would probably be able to share is we've we've really I can say that we've always had this this gracious abundance but the reality of it is is we've always been well taken care of we've never really honestly been in need for those things that we truly need what are some of the blessings Pamela that you have seen um, in your own marriage um, by having this uh, discussion and talk about generosity and and tithing and um, how do you see the fruits of that in your own marriage? Well, I think through all of our life experiences, and we've we've been through some tough ones, that we have come to trust God more and more. It's our faith has always been a foundation, but. Um, it has deepened tremendously, and, you know, the more that God shows you how trustworthy He is, the more you're going to trust Him, and the more we've been able to abandon ourselves to His will for us. And, you know, when you do God's will, He's going to bless you, and not just financially, but in, in so many ways. I look around every day, and I'm like, thank you, God, that we have a home. Thank you that we have these beautiful children, that we're in a free country. And you just go on and on and on. Mm-hmm, it's just... Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's, it's brought Bob and I together um, in a way that the superficiality of the world couldn't do because we're founded on God's promises and His love for us, and really our, our eternal life is always before us, and I, that is the most important thing. That's the only reason we're here. So that's our goal. I love it. So, Father, have you noticed a big decline in um, giving as far as your parish tithing goes? No. Really? Nope. 
we a couple of factors in that <coughs> because we're new we've only been in existence for three years uh when people transferred to us we have a different arrangement mm -hmm. and it was a real need we had and so i wasn't afraid to tell people uh we need your money <laughs> and we'd like it electronically <laughs> uh because things were so fluid and we were we needed mm -hmm. stability and so we just had a, a confidence to ask and we had the real need people could see how that would be helpful and so we have a significant not quite 50 percent but uh, you know we have we have a significant portion of our parish that gives electronically and so this the, the means are able to be there and we do have some parishioners that have struggled economically but uh not as many as maybe some other parishes have mm -hmm. uh so that has been uh um where we've been at with it and then we did these drive-through blessings and you'd be surprised how <laughs> helpful that Were was people throwing money yeah, at you because <laughs> we are in a bank our office uh yeah, Bob and Pamela, it's nice to meet you. Thank you for being with us. Uh, I realize you don't know where we're at, but we're in a bank, former bank right now. Uh, oh, wow. We're, a, we're yeah. a mission parish, and the place that worked for us to sort of set up shop was a bank. And yeah. where the tellers used to be is now our chapel. And where you used to uh, write, you know, the table where you write the deposit ticket and count your money before you go to the teller. Yeah. Uh, that's right where we're sitting right now. Uh, wow. And I reminded people when he got out here, we're not a bank anymore, but we still take your money. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that we did drive through blessings after mass and people would bring their money. Yeah. And they drop it in the teller box. So and that's funny because our diocese purchased a um, credit union for the chancery office. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just that's really to move. amazing to hear because, you know, on national radio, I hear that parishes are down 50 to 75% because of people oh struggling gosh. and for those people who, you know, the habit was to go to Sunday Mass and drop the money in. And if they're not going to Sunday Mass, it's not a thought to them. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's not that they don't want to, it's just not in the way that they're sort of... Yeah. Ticking, and then how many of us have things we're supposed to do when they're sitting on the counter for two weeks past due? Well, and right. I think you just said it perfectly. Automatic withdrawal is the key. Yeah. Who would have ever yeah. thought we'd be talking about automatic withdrawal? Yeah. <laughs> and really, and, and really, it's it's uh, it's hard to get out of our habit because we've been we're we're aware of a witness as an educator, so families are often aware that me putting money in the basket mm -hmm. teaches my children. Mm -hmm. And what we just have to realize is we're going to have to find a new way to educate our children to what it means to support the parish. And that's just the future. People, well, not, are, people are not going to keep paying the church in this way if every other bill they pay is right. electronically. And so well, we just have to like help our kids know, you know, we support it. And this is the beautiful thing about your witness, Bob and Pamela, is you're witnessing to generosity in a way that is beyond just the Sunday basket. But it impacts how then you do give on yeah. Sunday. You know, Bishop Bruce was really big about being an intentional disciple. And, you know, you mentioned that electronic um, tithing or offering. And I've noticed that they've started to have cards in the back of the parish that you can actually put in the basket. So you are actually putting something in the basket. And it just says that, that I electronically tithe. So your children see that. Because in my own life, I was previously married, and my oldest daughter, um, I started um, do an electronic offering for the church that I attended. And one day she said to me, she said, Dad, you know, you don't put anything in the basket. I don't get that. How come you don't support the church? 
and and I explained it to her, but but I did stop at that point um, for a couple of reasons. I I just there's something that it does for me when I when I make that intentional decision, and and, and I know you can be intentional with electronic, um, mm-hmm. but I also know of people that have done electronic um, offerings for decades, and they said that what they found was is they weren't increasing their offering because it just happened automatically. So they just they didn't think about it. So it still requires us to think about it no matter how you do it, whether you put it in the basket with your hand mm-hmm. or you put it in the basket through electronic digits, that it's important that you make that an intentional part of your life, that you remember that. Because, again, um, uh, in there, there are just stories of galore out there of people that um, have looked at, their finances as being something, actually everything that they have belonging to God. And you know, really honestly, that really changes your perspective, even mm-hmm. even on the standpoint of someone borrows something from you, you know, looking at it from, well, this is from God, that if they don't give it back or if it's damaged, it doesn't affect me like it used to, where it would be like, mm-hmm. wow, I can't believe that guy borrowed this and then brought it back broke. What's the matter with this person, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a perspective... Uh, is is very important that this this time of trial, I think, would be nice for each one of us to take a look at all the blessings that it's brought. Hmm. And I Beautiful. think too that we have to remember it's the parishes, but there's also all those charitable organizations are still out there. They not only need to keep their lights on and pay all their bills, they need to be spending the money to reach out. And I'll give you a plug: Real Presence Radio is one of those organizations that do. Tremendous good in evangelizing, and I think there's a lot more people available right now to listen to the radio, and this is an ideal time to to touch those people. You know, Birthright, we Mm -hmm. give money um, for pro-life and um, pregnancy centers, too, that I think is, you know, right now, when they're in times of uncertainty, they really need the the sound um, Christian advice of um, the value of that baby when they might think, I can't afford this, you know. So right. we got to really keep our eyes open. It isn't our money. And if we think of everybody as our brother and sister in Christ, it is so much easier to share. Absolutely. Well, Bob and Pamela, we are out of time this morning. Thank you so much for joining us and, and sharing with us how you're giving in this time of need. So appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you guys. All right, time for a quick break, and when we come back, uh, Father, are you going to lead us in a rosary? Let's pray. All right, so stay tuned. Real Presence Live continues just on the other side of this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. <laughs> 